Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. We've been on a bit of a series at church and um, it's on these four topics, foundation, family, spirit, and mission. And if I'm honest, this message was a mission, like legitly, it just felt like a mission to write. You know one of those messages, like, I'm trying to write a message on mission and why does it feel like a mission? It's like, maybe that's the point. What if our mission would actually feel like a mission? Like, what if our mission felt like there was great responsibility to it? What if it felt like it was a little bit, I know I'm not supposed to use this language because Jesus said his burden is light, but what if it felt a bit like a burden? What if there was like a spiritual weight to our mission in life? You see, all these things, they point to mission, our foundation that we talk about on the first week of this little series. Our foundation was on Christ. What we're speaking is about Jesus and Jesus alone. Our mission is what we build on that foundation of Jesus Christ. Our family, Pastor Byron spoke about this when he did a dedication this morning, but uh, in John 15 about the vine, that when we're connected in God's family, it enables us to be fruitful on mission. The Spirit, Acts 1.8, will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us and we'll be better witnesses. The, the point of the Spirit is that we would be better ministers, that we would be on mission because of the Holy Spirit does something in here and we no longer want to keep it to ourselves. I think we're all meant to be on mission all the time. Mission isn't a two-week trip to India. I told you the story before. I remember my mum, actually dad's up the back there too. Hey dad, I didn't see you sneak in there. Um, this one year when my sister and I were still living at home with my parents, we decided to go on missions trips. I was going with dad and my mum was going with my sister Naomi and dad and I got the sweet deal, they got the rough end of the deal. Dad and I went on what we call a holiday. It's like a missions slash holiday. We went to Vanuatu and just, if you've ever been to Vanuatu, it's like, what am I doing here? It's like, from where we're saying this church is all around the thing. We did this awesome big youth conference. And on the last night, they're like, see you next month for the next conference. And we're like, what? Like, we flew all this way. We did all this thing. We thought we were doing something awesome. And they were doing it on a monthly basis. Yeah, my mum, Kim, and Naomi, they went to like India, to Myanmar, and like they had hectic stories, like crazy, just a life-changing experience, and we had a holiday. I'm saying there's moments in our life that we go on missions trip, but our whole life needs to be on mission. Maybe it's just the TV shows or the movies that I like to watch, but have you ever seen like those Marines that come back? And they really struggle to adapt to normal life. Maybe it's a bit of the PTSD. Yeah, that's fair enough. But also it's like they can't stop being on mission. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's like what we should be. It's like I can't not see that anymore. It's like when I became an electrician, my first couple of weeks as an apprentice, I'd walk in the room and I'd be noticing this PowerPoint or what brand of this was that, what sort of lights are in this place. Have you noticed that? At the moment I'm trying to, looking at plants, I'm like, you know, Sussing out all the plants, everywhere goes all about the plants. Maybe you're on the market for a new car, you'll be seeing cars everywhere you look. Do you know what I'm talking about? We find what we're looking for. What if we had eyes on the mission of what Christ had for us? What if we really believed that if we were building our lives on the foundation of Jesus, that it would be 
what we did? What if we realized that as part of a family, our job is to produce fruit for the kingdom? And what if we actually believed that when we have the Holy Spirit in us, it's not just so we could feel good, but it was so that we could be better ministers of His grace and His truth. We're always on mission. We should not be able to separate our belief system from our lifestyle. I don't just have a belief system that's in my head and it's nice and neat and I pull it out on a rainy day when I, no, 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 it changes everything. If Christ would do this for me, oh man, I want to live for you, Jesus. I can't switch off my Christianity. I can't switch off my sense of God-given mission no matter how much I want to at times. You see, the early church wrote the book of Acts and we've settled for writing sermons. Like The early church did miracles and we've settled for goosebumps. Like... The early church shared. They sold everything they had and they shared and they gave to all who had lack, yet we're just so consumed with consuming. The early church follows Jesus' example, yet we follow the Christian celebrity of the day. They carried authority. We carry fear. They believed and then acted. We believe and then justify our lack of action. Like, really? They were selfless. We think of self more. Man, I want to be a radical Christian because I don't think there's any other way to be. Maybe this is what it talks about when he said, hey, you're lukewarm, man. I'm over it. I think a lukewarm Christian is an oxymoron. I tried to write that word down. I actually said, accidentally wrote Moran, which is funny if you're an OG highway member. Love. There's a lot of youth camp stories there. But it's an oxymoron, like it's like, I don't think we can do this. What if I told you the ball's in our court, and what are we going to do with it? Changing the world starts with me changing my world. It starts with me changing my, the way that I think, and the inward of my heart, and of my spirit, and of my soul. The mission starts within. I think we spend so, many, so much of our life's energy on things that aren't mission critical. Have you ever played a video game or maybe like I said before, you've watched movies and there's like, they're on a mission and they have these mission critical objectives and then these extra things that you can do if you want to spend time on that level or does anyone know what I'm talking about? As Christians, sometimes we get so sidetracked by the things that aren't mission critical where we get sucked into this debate or whether the vaccine's good or whether it's a mark of the beast or whether it's not, whether this is going on or whether this is going on, it's like... They are non-mission critical sideline issues that I can't believe we are still wasting brain capacity on when we have a mission that is so much bigger. I love Jesus. I'm thankful for what he's done in my life and I want others to understand that too. But what is our mission? I've got three simple things. You've heard these before. You've heard Jaden sing the song. There's a billion things that our mission is. But I'm just going to pick three today. Are you ready? Micah chapter 6, verse 6. With what shall I come before you, Lord, and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves one year old? All the vegans go, oh, no. <laughs> verse 7. 
Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, 10,000 rivers of oil? Oh man, that's hectic. Oil spills, the greenies are just seriously (laughs) tripping out. They're hating this message. Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression? What? The fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Verse 8. He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require but to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? Number one, act justly. Justly means rightly. And I love how the, the word there is act. Who's a good actor? I'm a terrible actor. Like, I'm so embarrassed to try and act because I feel like when I ever try to do a voice, you know these people that are good at impressions or voices? My voice just lasts for about one second, then it goes back to the same voice again, and I can't help it. Like, I'm so awkward. Like, Kim was trying to tell me that, and I was talking to Jean about this before. Hey, Jean, like how it's like, I can't really like be someone else. Like I just, I really struggle to act. I struggle to be, and Kim's like, no, you're very identifiable in some of your mannerisms or characteristics. And I never notice until I see Jethro, you know, like he's like, what are you standing there? Like, that's, it's funny. Put your shoulders back. <laughs> but what if the first step in our Christianity was sometimes an act? Sorry to tell you, I'm not that good. But God's done something in my life, so I'm going to change my actions. Man, the love that is given to me, oh, I am so thankful. The forgiveness that I've received, God, I don't want to be a damn Christian. And by that, I mean a damn wall that blocks the love and the grace of God. I don't want to be that. Do you? What are you, a beaver? Like, leave it to beaver? Have seen that movie? I don't know where that came from. But I don't want to stop that flow of God in my life. I say, God, you're so good. You're so gracious. Flow in me and I will flow to others around you. We're rich. If you're in this room, you're rich. Compared to all (laughs) the work that's going on in India right now, what Pastor John said on the video just before, we are rich. Jesus spoke this harsh parable in uh, Luke 12. I'd love to read it for you, verse 16. Then he spoke a parable to them saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store up my crops? So he said, I will do this. He had this brilliant idea. I'll pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and all my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Verse 20, but God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required from you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? Verse 21, so is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Is that it? Do we spend our life building bigger barns? I've heard this saying, it's like, he who dies with the most toys wins. Has anyone heard that? She who dies with the most toys wins, I don't know. Like, is that the point of our lives, that we just accumulate more junk? Man, I want to act justly. I literally want to be someone that towards the end of my life, I can see glimpses of families and friends around my life that God would use me. Like, 
someone that doesn't feel worthy all the time, someone that doesn't have it all together, someone far from perfect, contrary to Kim's popular opinion of me. (laughs) We need to be people that act justly. Jesus said, and what you did to the least of these, you did to me. Number two, love mercy. Mercy is goodness, it's kindness, and it's faithfulness. Faithfulness is a tough one. Because faithfulness is like being full of faith over a long period of time. I'm really good at being full of faith for a short period of time for a very small thing. But trying to have faith for a big thing over a long period of time, that's what we're called to be. You see, as Christians, we're supposed to love mercy. We can't want grace for ourselves and punishment for others. Surely we're beyond that, aren't we? What God has afforded to us, I don't want to hold back anymore. I don't want anyone to burn. What kind of people would we be if we were okay with that? But I want the goodness of God to be ministered through my life. I want to love mercy. I'm forgiven, so you know what? I'm going to forgive others in my world. I'm so blessed, so I'm going to be a blessing. I guess what I'm trying to say is, could we live lives that would just open the Holy Spirit's prompting? And we could say, hey God, everything I have is yours. Come from you, my life, my family, my possessions. God, I'm going to walk through life believing that if you want me to act, I'll be on mission for you. Holy Spirit, prompt me, guide me, lead me. Every day when we wake up, Holy Spirit, what's my mission for today? I've got my ear open, Holy Spirit. All it needs is just a whisper, and I'm there. To love mercy. We need to be people that love mercy. Romans 2, 4, it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. The goodness of God. If we have a good God, we should be representations of the goodness of God. If people in our world know us and we're the only Christian in our world, what would they think God is like? Would they think that he's good? (laughs) Would they think that he's gracious? Or would they think that he's obsolete, irrelevant, boring, an added extra? I really hope not. Number three, walk humbly with your God. Walk humbly. There's something about humility. Would you agree? I love the idea of humility because I don't need to know it all. I don't need to have it all together. And I think the sooner we get to that place, the better our relationship with God is, but also the more impact that we can have with others around us. James 4, 6, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. What does it look like to walk humbly with God? Being on mission for God is easier than we think. It's literally, as we walk through our lives... (laughs) We wholeheartedly believe that God knows the best in this situation and that he's given us his counselor, this comforter that's called the Holy Spirit. And as we walk through life, we're believing that God is with us. 
He's in us and he goes before us so that as we walk through, we can minister his grace to everyone around us. That I don't need to have all the answers. I don't need to know it all together. My job is not to judge. My job is to be a minister of the goodness of God. To act justly, to love mercy and to walk in humility with our God. That's our mission, church. I don't know if I could say it any more simpler than that. It landed on the last four weeks when I got to speak about mission last time. It was my, I don't know who does this platform roster, but, um, <laughs> but trying to write a second message on the same thing, it's like, I keep wanting to go back to that one because that one was better than this one in my head. But I shared this story about my little daughter, Honey, and this is the best way I'll close with this. I tell her that I love her all the time. Like, if you're a dad in this room, you'll, you'll know that thing where I mean, and it's like, I've got, like, overwhelmed by love with her when I look at her. And I look into her eyes, and I'm like, honey, I love you. And I'm, like, pouring every bit of energy, every bit of my soul. I'm, I'm like, out on a limb here. I'm doing a Zacchaeus for you, honey. I'm, like, fully stepping out here. And she's like, bluey? Like, I'm like, what? Like, no, 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 honey, like, you don't understand, like, I love you. Like, and she's like, lollipop? Like, what? Like, no, no, I'm trying to tell you that I love you. My point is this. She doesn't have the context to receive the love that I've got to give her. And that's okay. Am I going to stop loving her? Never. Our job as ministers of Christ is to show this world by all means possible that we have a God who loves them, whether they're ready to receive it or not, by any way that we can. And every day in every situation, Holy Spirit, would you prompt us that we could show your world, your love, your grace, and your truth. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, right now, I just pray for everyone in this room. God, I just pray, Lord, that something I shared tonight, Lord, would minister to their hearts and would encourage us to live on mission for you. God, I just pray, Lord, that we would be ministers of your love. God, ministers of your grace. God, even if it feels like an act at the start, God, I pray that you would enable us to live differently and according to your plan for our lives. God, I pray that we'd be people that loved mercy. God, that walked in humility, knowing that you're with us and that you go before us and beside us. God, I just pray for testimonies to come from tonight. God, I pray that as we truly commit to being on mission for you, God, I just pray that there'd be testimonies and stories of you using us to minister to the people in our world, even this week, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Why don't you come, KA? Thanks.